Welcome, everyone, to episode two of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Um, well, Corey. Uh, no Eric this week. Uh, Eric was Eric was out of town, wasn't he? I don't I feel think like so. Week. I don't really know. I feel like he said he was going to be out of town this week. Um, either way, uh, our episode this week is going to be our uh, gamer's gift guide, I guess. Would would be the best way to put it. We I think we all took down a few things of, uh, you know, gifts so gifts to give to your uh, your gamer boyfriend, girlfriend, friend, what have you, niece, uh, nephew, grand, yeah, some, daughter, some someone on your on your uh, secret Santa list that you have to buy for, what have you. Yeah. So we got a couple ideas for that. Uh, anyone have anything they want to tease? For later on in the episode. Well, we had a big release today, Dan. Yes, we did. In the form of a mobile game titled Super Mario Run mm-hmm. that I put a couple hours into maybe already today. So Nice. I feel like I got a pretty good feel for it. Okay. Will, did you, <laughs> did you play Super Mario Run? I did. I played into the paywall. Oh, that's right. The, the paywall. I just paid right away. I don't think I'm going to, to really? be honest with you. I no, don't blame you. Well, we'll talk about it later, but I don't blame you, really. I'm just waiting for it to come to Android. Did they have a date for that? No, sometime in the in the spring, I believe. Oh, um, really? Yeah, it's fine. Uh, how how? What's the download size? Just out of curiosity. It's a good question. I don't know. I could tell you in a minute, but I uh, honestly have no idea. It's below a gig. Okay, because. W- we have an iPad, but there's just absolutely no room on it. So, actually, it's below 200 megabytes because I think with iPhones, uh, you can't download like podcasts or apps that are over 200 megabytes large without Wi-Fi. Um, oh, okay. And I was downloading it while I was driving. So, gotcha. Okay. Thank you. All right. Uh, well, let's get into the main topic, shall we? Sure. Uh, so yeah, the main topic: gift guide. For gamers, Will, what do you got for us? Uh, you had to start with me. Look, I have I nothing. <laughs> nothing. Okay. Great, Will. <laughs> I was doing schoolwork, so I was really hoping I didn't get started with. All right. Oh, you're, okay. you're you're trying to come up with a list as we speak. Yeah. Uh, okay. I got that. You. Works. All right, Corey, what do you got? Well, the way I approached the list were was basically things that I really want that I would love if my girlfriend got me for mm-hmm. Christmas, uh, from a range of prices. You know, some sometimes people are willing to spend uh, five or six hundred dollars on a gift for somebody. Yeah, I saw the like the the VR headsets on a lot of yes. uh, gamer gift guides. I'm like, yeah, that's that's a bit much. Well, it is for people like us, but there are us, people out yeah. there that give those kind of gifts. Sure, on the reg, so that's not uh, that's not too out of the park. And actually, since you mentioned it, Dan, I'll start with that. PlayStation VR was on my list. 
I don't even have a PlayStation, but it was just in a perfect world kind of scenario. If I did have a PlayStation, I would love to get a PlayStation VR. It's not something I would necessarily buy for myself, especially at this point, but it's the kind of thing that you would open on Christmas and be really happy to have. Yeah, be excited for. Oh my God, I wouldn't have got this. I'm so happy you got this for me. Sure. And it's I I think it's like the the rift and the vibe in that uh, you don't have to buy a game and there will be something to do on it. Uh, will I don't know if you can confirm that. Uh, there's no, gotta, I there's, can't. Well, there's got to be some sort of uh, tech demo or something you can play with on it. Probably. But, uh, yeah, but according to uh, PlayStation.com, GameStop and Target are sold out of the PlayStation VR, and Amazon only has it from secondhand sellers. So, uh, you know what that is? A lot of times, uh, there's been a big problem with scalping on Amazon lately. Don't get me started. Uh, yeah, I've particularly noticed it with graphics cards, and then the uh, NES Classic. Like, if you try to buy it on Amazon, it's like two hundred bucks. Yeah. Wow. That's insane. That's scummy. Don't ever buy anything from a second-hand seller, ever. Yeah. If they raise the price on you. Yep. Just don't do it. Unless it's like a kidney or something and you're going to die, then... Right. Then that's if it's fine. a matter of life or death, yeah, then yes. that's, that's totally different. Okay. Um, so my first one, uh, it's probably too late to actually order one of these before Christmas comes, but a custom-colored uh, Xbox One controller for the Xbox One or, or PC... Uh, they start at 80 bucks, and you can do millions of different color combinations. It's on the Xbox Design Lab. Uh, if you just do uh, you know, a search for Xbox Design Lab, that will come up. Um, but yeah, like I, I was messing around with that earlier today, and uh, I came up with some pretty neat color combinations. Uh, and even one that would like match my living room with our, our gray walls and our turquoise accent wall with the lime green accents. Uh-huh. Uh, it, would, it would match perfectly with that. Yeah, that's uh that idea that gift idea crossed my mind, but I couldn't remember if it was Xbox or PlayStation that had the design labs. Uh-huh. Uh But I did think that would be a, a cool gift to get. Yeah, I think it takes like like two weeks for you to get your controller after you order it. So at like I said, at this point, it would have to be like a late gift, or I don't I don't know that you would get it in time for Christmas. But that's something I would I would love. Sure. I've I've always been surprised that there's not been more of that type of thing, uh, with you know, uh, coming from PC gaming world where everything is customizable, I'm surprised that more of that hasn't made its way over to console gaming. But is there a markup on those? Yeah, they're eighty. Eighty. Um, I bought my Xbox One controller, which is the older version of the Xbox One controller for, I think it was like thirty six. But you can get the the newer Xbox One controllers for like. 45 bucks on Amazon. So there's quite the markup so there, on them. There is a markup, yep. Are they personalized? You can personalize them. Yeah, they start at $80 and you can add personalization oh, okay. and amongst other things on there for for more money. Yeah. So, well, I mean, that's still cool. Um, I would love absolutely. to get something like that as a gift mm-hmm. from somebody who could afford that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you come up with anything yet, Will? Uh, I did. So for me, a big game that like I would get for somebody that is cheap and it's an indie game would be uh, Stardew Valley. Actually, I think that that for anybody who is uh, who has Steam, I kind of like is kind of plugged into games. I think to a certain extent, and I feel like Stardew Valley would be a good game with a lot of content that you could get 
somebody. Uh, that's pretty simple and relaxing. It wouldn't mm-hmm. just have to be Steam anymore, since now it's on Xbox and PlayStation. That that's true. I forgot about that completely. I wonder um, if it's ever going to come out for uh, like tablets. I don't know if it would work on a phone, but I th- I mean I think it would honestly because Terraria works on phones and tablets, so I see yeah. no reason why why it wouldn't. Sure. I uh, I didn't include any games on my list, but if I did, I I would definitely include a game like like Stardew Valley. Like, there's got to be uh, more good games in that like ten to twenty dollar price range that are just you know you 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 can't go wrong giving to somebody. I think yeah. Stardew Valley is one of them. I don't, can you guys think of any others off the top of your head? Um, dang it, not to put no. you on the spot. No, but I got I got a good seventy seven hours worth of Stardew Valley, you know, for fifteen bucks. Right. Yeah. I don't even think I don't even think I paid fifteen. I th- I think I got it on sale for like twelve. Yeah. Um, which was a, an absolute steal. But you're right. That is a, that is a great gift, and uh, you know I think it's something just about everyone could could enjoy. Sure. Yeah, to to differing extents. I think. Uh... Uh, it's a game that appeals to both genders and all types of gamers. Yeah. You know, like a, a game like Darkest Dungeon I thought was a really good indie, but that's not one that I would recommend to everybody. No, that definitely does not have ma- uh, mass appeal, uh, only because of its grindiness, especially later on in, in the game. That really turned off a lot of people. Yeah. So. But yeah, I agree with you. That is a a, a really good indie, but not a mass market appeal indie. Oh, uh, okay. Under- Undertale, I think would be Undertale. would fit that mold. I thought you didn't like Undertale, Corey. I did like Undertale. It was on my list. I know. I'm just teasing you. FTL uh, is always a good <laughs> bet. Yeah. I have very little brain functionality, so I'm not going to be able to come up with anything right now. I'm actually looking at a digital trend list. list right now. And those are oh, the good. three that jumped off out at me. Axiom Verge is a game I really liked. Uh, it's $20, but again, not one I would necessarily recommend to everybody. Mm-hmm. But I do think uh, Undertale fits that mold. Stardew Valley and FTL all do. Uh-huh. So. Absolutely. Okay. Are there is there an easy way to gift games on PlayStation and Xbox? Uh, can you even do that? I think that I... was one of the complaints about those yeah, I don't think Some you can. S- yeah, you can't. Can't like you can gift a game to someone on Steam, which doesn't make sense. No, because even in 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 games like Hearthstone, well, actually, I think you can do it in in Blizzard games now. I think you can gift stuff. But uh, there was a time there where I I really wanted to just send people card packs and stuff just to try and get them back into the game and playing it. Yeah, but there was no easy way to do it. I just think I, I think. Every platform would really benefit from a way to do that. I wonder why they don't Absolutely. have that. I don't know. Because there would have to be a good reason that they thought that it wouldn't be a good idea, right? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully Strange. we're not wrong about that. Probably are. I don't know. I, I feel like I maybe earlier in the year I read an article... Because uh, I feel like one of the systems had promised that as a feature that was upcoming, and it wasn't put in yet. Yeah. And I feel like there was a an article, a sca- not scathing article, but you know, calling like, them out a little bit for not putting in that feature yet. Yeah. 
Well, you can obviously you can send people the codes that you get from if you buy a game on like Amazon or something. Yeah, it's not the code, same code. No, it's not. As, as having something like pop up in your inbox and like, oh, you, you received a gift from so and so. And Steam allows you to do the little gift message and all that stuff. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you can do that in Origin. And I, I don't use UPlay enough to be able to comment on if they can do that or not. But yeah, Beardless says that there is uh, no gifting on PSN. Not okay. sure on Xbox. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, anywhere. Where were we? Corey, okay, next one. Next, right? Yeah. Well, we mentioned it already, but I still think it'd make a great gift. Is the NES Classic? Another yeah, one you can't really go wrong be. with, you know, if you know somebody's a gamer, they they probably have some sort of attachment to the NES Classic. Even if they were born, you know, 10 years ago, I'm sure that they would find something on there that they could relate to. Yeah, I put that on my list too, um, but if you can find one. Yes, and again, do not buy it secondhand. Even if you have the means, just don't do it. Yeah, you don't want to reward people for doing doing that sort of thing. Right. You know? If your answer is "but I really, really want it," just wait. They'll be, yeah, yeah. They'll be available eventually. Yeah. Okay. Uh, My next one is uh, Nintendo 2DS. I actually was gonna say that for my next one. Yeah. Um, you know, it it doesn't have the 3D feature, which is I know is one of the hooks of the the whole you know the 3DS I guess. Nah. Uh, but I found that most of the games don't really benefit all that much from it, uh, and it even probably limits uh, some people's ability to play games for a long period of time because it does cause headaches. Uh, even in me, who put 75 hours in Bravely Default, would occasionally get headaches from the 3D, so I would only have it on minimally anyway. Uh, and there's a lot of good bundles that you can get with the Nintendo 2DS. I think Eric talked about it. Uh, he got the Nintendo 2DS for like 60 bucks, wasn't it? Uh, but you can get a lot of uh, 2DS and a game bundles for 70, 80 bucks. Uh, and the 3DS has a great library too. There's so many good games on there that you could, uh, you know, buy. And, and Nintendo's been having some decent uh, digital sales too, which is also kind of nice. I know when was it when Pokemon Go came out, a bunch of places did. Uh, you could get red, red, blue, or yellow versions of Pokemon for like five bucks or something like that like that's a steal mm-hmm. so yep 2ds I, uh, I had the 2ds on my list as well oh geez and actually check nintendo.com uh, they're selling it for 80 dollars with mario kart 7 installed mm-hmm. so that's an awesome deal that is an awesome deal and like you said dan massive library i will say one game that did benefit from the 3D that you're not going to get with the 2DS is the Ocarina of Time remaster. Oh, sure. For 3DS. That game sure. looked awesome in 3D. Uh-huh. So good. And uh, I think, what was the other one? There was another one I really liked in 3 Monster Hunter 4? 5? Which was the one we played on 3DS? Yeah, it probably was one of the Monster Hunters. Came out, I think, the beginning of last year. Uh-huh. Uh, that game looked good on 3DS. But again, for $80 to get a 2DS and be able to play those games without 3D is still pretty pretty great. Yeah. I've never actually even held one, so I don't know how it how it feels for hands, but I know Eric never complained that it was uncomfortable for him to hold, right? Like um, like the 3DS was? Yeah, I don't know to what extent Eric's playing it. I don't know if he's sitting there for four-hour gaming sessions with it. Right. 
but maybe I know that I don't know. The 3DS would make my hands crampy. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I can't tell you how many times I accidentally tapped the cartridge out too. Well, yeah, see, I never never did that luckily. Ugh. That was frustrating. But to me the the 2DS sort of strips out all the things I didn't care about in the uh 3DS. Like right. the 3D, you know. I Much lower price point. Screen, yeah. Just makes sense. Okay. Uh, Will, do you have anything else on your list? Yeah, I was going to say in tandem with the 2DS, I really think that if you know somebody who is the slightest bit interested in playing Pokemon again to go Sun and Moon, uh, which are the new Pokemon games for them, I think uh, those are going to go down as one of the best games in the series. And if, like I said, if anybody who like plays Pokemon Go and you know that they uh, are interested in playing more Pokemon or... Uh, haven't been to the series in a while and expressed a little bit of interest in it, uh, definitely get them Sun or Moon because those are some solid, solid games. I've been meaning to ask you, Will. I know you had expressed concern over um, the bad guys in Sun and Moon. Yeah, I think they're terrible. But there's another one that kind of takes place. Okay, I I was going to ask you, because I had read someone's synopsis of them and how... They, they were essentially saying the same things you were about how they were kind of bad, bad guys, but uh, they soon became the this person's favorite bad guys from any Pokemon game after a I, while. I'd be interested in reading why they think they became the yeah, favorite of the person. I don't remember where I saw it. but because, because for like a kid's game, I think they could have done a better job with the bad guys because I look at Diamond and Pearl and Team... Uh-huh. Um, Team Galactic was really, really good. You know, Team Rocket was really good. Um, I just don't... I mean, in the game, there's another villain that kind of emerges, which kind of, with Team Skull, like, kind of sort of work together. Uh, and it make, it redeems it a little bit a little bit more. But I still, I think Team Skull, like, standalone is not very good. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. All right. Um... Corey. Yes, sir. What do you got? Another thing that made my list that I'd, I'd really like to have is a mobile controller uh, Bluetooth or attachment of some sort. Yeah. And I actually looked in the Logitech PowerShell, which used to be the, the uh, what's the word I'm looking for, the Ferrari of those things. It's only $10 for the iPhone 5 and 5S. Really? Yeah. Obviously, is, if you want... Is it- Go ahead. Just the iPhone 5 and 5S, or does can any phone go in it? The, that specific model, the $10 one, is for that specific phone. But even okay. the... Um, I was looking at some of the ones on Amazon for... I have the iPhone 6. Uh, some of those, like the top-rated ones, are, are 60 bucks, which is a little steep and why I haven't bought one for myself yet. But uh, to receive as a gift, I think, would be would be really awesome. And, uh, yeah... That, oh, I see. That $60 one is uh, the MFI Apple certified uh, on Amazon. So that would be a good one to get. Five-star reviews. Five-star user review. Yeah, there's the Moga Mobile one. Mm-hmm. A lot of them have... I really like the Logitech PowerShell. Yeah. That's a neat, neat design. A lot of them have, like, uh, like the controller and then, like, a clip mm-hmm. on the top of the controller that you clip your phone into. Yeah, some of the ones I were looking at uh, would fit any phone. 
they make it they design yep. it so that it'll hold any phone which uh which is nice and i just think it's yeah, one of those things that not everybody would really get for themselves but if they got it as a gift they would use it and enjoy totally. it i have one on my wish list and it's like i think it's like 18 dollars probably will never buy it for myself but you're absolutely right if i got one as a gift i'd i'd likely use it all the time because i have like some emulators with my legally sure. backed up copies of my games on my phone so well and even some of the uh some of the hardcore games that are coming out for phones now like the yeah. all the final fantasies and stuff would be so much more fun to play with an actual controller yep yeah because touchscreen controls still suck you yeah. need to make specific games for touchscreen controls yep so okay uh that's a good one what's next on my list here if i can find it uh amazon prime I didn't. I didn't realize it, but you can give Amazon Prime as a gift, three months for thirty three dollars. Wow! Uh, now what that gets you is twenty percent off physical copies of new games for up to two weeks after they're out. So, uh, you know, you've got the up. We've got a ton of games upcoming in in January, February, and March. So if you were to get someone an Amazon Prime, uh, that would save them twenty percent on their physical copies of video games. So and included with all the other benefits of. Amazon Prime. Yeah, Amazon Prime. Yeah, Amazon Video or uh, Prime Video. Uh, you know, free two day shipping on anything unless it's around Christmas time, and then you just kind of get stuff whenever they can get it to you. The Amazon Music but, Unlimited. They have over two million songs. Uh, you get yep. access to Kindle. You get uh, a bunch of books you can download uh, and borrow i guess they call it but actually uh at the beginning of every month they do this thing called kindle first and you get a book for free uh they pick like five books not necessarily bestsellers uh or even very well-known authors but a lot of times there's at least one or two books that have decent reviews uh that if you're a prime subscriber you can just download at the beginning of the month before they're available to everyone else i always yeah. just opt for whatever is the closest to science fiction and fantasy Mm-hmm. That's what I go for. There's got to be some gems in there too, you know. Oh, and Twitch, Twitch Prime now. Twitch Prime, yeah. Going off the gaming stuff, uh, they've put out maybe four games for free ever since they launched last month. Really? Of all of which I've missed because <laughs> they only do it for a couple days. You don't have uh-huh. a lot of time to to redeem it. But just uh, what was the one that was just this past week? Uh, it was. I think it was something I already had. That's why I didn't jump on it. But it was a decent game. I just can't remember what it was. Uh, but yeah, that's another benefit. And thirty-three bucks for for three months of that is uh, is a pretty good gift. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Will. Uh, to be honest with you, I can't really think of anything else right now off the top of my head. Um, that I would recommend for a good gift. I guess. I don't know. Okay. Corey? Uh, Let's see. Do I have any other ones that we didn't talk about yet? Um, Oh, any of the the many uh, gamer crates that are available. The monthly subscriptions, like your your BarkBox or your... What's the one for makeup that girls do? I can't think of the name of it. Uh, There's Blue Apron for food. For food, yeah. Any of those subscription boxes, some of the ones I just pulled names for 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 gamer related things loot crate is the big one and loot crate has a bunch of uh 
subsidiaries, I guess you would call them. And there's one called the Halo Legendary Crate, which is just Halo swag uh, bi-monthly. But there's also Loot Gaming. There's Gorilla Gamer Crate. There's a bunch of them. Just do a quick Google search. And they, I think they range from 10 to, like, 60 bucks, depending on what you want to go for. But even a gift of that, like, you know, six months of a, a Gamer Crate or something. Mm-hmm. Would be would be pretty cool, and then it, it's not uh, if the gifts suck, it's not on you. It's on the subscription service. So yeah, not your fault. Sure, totally agree. Yep. Uh, and my last one is the Logitech G two thirty stereo headset. Uh, it's only thirty bucks. Works with PC. Uh, comes with analog cables for Xbox One and PS4. It's got really good uh, sound quality, I guess, for the for the money. Uh, sweatproof ear cups, which are always nice to have. What makes a ear cup sweatproof? Uh, breathable material instead of like the pleather ones. Oh, so this like soft. This is almost like a. I don't know what you'd call it. Yeah, oh, see the ones on my headset. Are are like pleather. Okay. So so they tend to get sweaty. Like not now because it's probably 50 degrees down here, but uh in the summer when I'm when I'm gaming if if uh you know if if it's a really hot day and my air conditioners aren't keeping up, I I'll get sweaty. Sweaty balls. Sweaty ears. Sweaty ears, ears yeah. So That's a good one. That's my that's my last one. And obviously, anything anybody asks for is okay to get them too. Yeah, um, I'm a big proponent for, and I know a lot of people don't like it. Uh, gift cards, you know, let people get yep. what they want. Uh, Steam has gift cards. You can get uh, gift cards for the Xbox Store, PlayStation Store, uh, Nintendo eShop gift cards. You know, anything like that is always always good to get someone. You know. Yep. I also put any sort of gaming T-shirt or swag. Sure. Uh, Think Geek is good for that. Etsy has a lot of stuff that can be relatively inexpensive. Even GameStop sells apparel. Uh huh. So. Yeah, yeah they sell stuff. a lot, a lot more knickknacks nowadays than they than they used to. Well, that's at least last few times I've been. To, yeah, because they have a partnership with Think Geek, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I remember us talking about that in news. Yeah. So there's nick- a bunch of knickknacks in there. That I got I got my son a Pokeball from there over the summer when we were playing Pokemon Go religiously. Uh-huh. And that, like, I can't think of a, a gaming-related piece of swag that somebody could give me that I'd be like, oh, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. You know? Sure. It's just... Even, even just if like it was... Acknowledging some... that someone is a gamer by getting them something yeah. rid- like a Cooking Mama doll or something, I'd still be happy with it. Yeah, because even if it's for a game you don't like, like it's still probably a neat, yeah, uh, a neat knickknack, you know, that or what? Do, what do the Brits call it? Brick, brick a brack, brick and brack, uh, Tinker Toys, Dinker Toys, yeah. whatever the. Yeah, it's still probably a neat, a neat thing that you could, you know, display somewhere, as long as you have a man cave or studio or what, what have you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's all I got. Anything else, Will? Uh, no, nothing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I, 
one of the things I wanted to do actually was come up with a list, uh, or at least a, of a couple things that you could get very last minute, because I'm a very last minute Christmas shopper. Um, but I didn't didn't I ran out of time. So, but uh, you know, a lot of the stuff that we talked about, you can get it like Best Buy, a Best Buy or a GameStop. So mm-hmm. you can go to the actual physical location to buy it if you if you absolutely must, which I try not to do if I don't have to. All right, Nibble Bits. Uh, I will get us started with Nibble Bits. Uh, In its effort to become the be-all and end-all of online streaming, Twitch has launched its IRL channel. The new channel is aimed at those who just want to stream whatever it is they happen to be doing. Twitch wants it to be a new way for its users to share their lives with their audience. So obviously IRL stands for in real life. Um, It was funny because the the one Twitch channel I I watch... infrequently but it's the one i always watch uh they were going over like some of the rules for the irl Mm. uh twitch channel expansive uh, which is uh no actually i was kind of surprised really the main things you can't do are like stream while you're operating a vehicle uh if you're a passenger you can stream while someone else is operating the vehicle but you can't operate a vehicle like you can't ride a motorcycle or drive a car or ride a bike and stream at the same time um you have to make sure you're interactive with your chat and your your audience. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't uh, as strict as I thought. Did that was no nipples front and center? <laughs> I don't know. I, I only caught a few minutes of the of the discussion of the of the rules, so I didn't see if there. I'm sure there's no nudity. Twitch is kind of anti nudity, so. Can you imagine if they did an adult channel, though? Like a mature audience-only channel? I would not want to see what's on that. No. Just be the I would. <laughs> I would out of morbid curiosity. For science. Could you For imagine science. what you'd see on that? I would have to report on it, you know? For the, for the good of the pod. Maybe I'll start streaming me cleaning my room tonight. Yeah. To re-record as go. long as you're as long as you're uh, interacting with the chat, it's it's fine. See, that's the problem. I'm not very interactive. That's yeah, I mean, because you you can't like sleep. You can't like I couldn't put it on and take a nap. That would be awesome because I wouldn't be interacting with my with my viewers. Hmm. But I'm would sure Twitch you could know. rig up something that would interact with your viewers. Yeah, like uh. Like those bots that they have. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, if you if you snore, or no, if if so, if somebody subscribes to your channel, like something nudges it, you or something, it gives you, you know? a little it gives you a little zap. Yeah. <laughs> or like if somebody donates a hundred dollars, a bucket of water dumps on you. You know that that would be fun. That would be really fun. I would. I'm sure so- that. someone's gonna do something like that. I'm sure. That's... I just thought of a good idea, actually. Go for it. We should stream our whole life. Like Ed TV. Basically, kind of like what the Truman Show is, but like you're aware of it. Like Ed TV. Is that what it, that is? Wasn't that the movie, Dan? Was it Woody Harrelson, Ed TV? I don't know. I never saw it. You saw Ed TV. I don't know. Is that what it's called? Oh, no. It's uh, McConaughey. When he gets his whole life recorded. Doesn't like ring a bell. 1993, the movie was came out. 
<laughs> I'm fairly confident if I was streaming my whole life, I wouldn't act any differently, like try to ham it up because I'm not like that. So I, th- I think I'd be a, a candidate for it. There'd be a lot of boring, but... Oh my god, mine would be so boring. It would be feeding baby one, feeding baby two, <laughs> washing bottles, washing the dishes, picking up something that the dog shredded. Yeah, that's, I'm all. Sure that's all I do. There would making, be like... Making food. There'd be like three days worth of boring for a couple hours of just pure gold. I wouldn't, have any, I wouldn't have any gold. No gold <laughs> on, my, on my stream. The the problem would be inner. I mean, I could interact during the boring parts of my life pretty easily, but sure. when something something's going down, yeah, I actually read that they wanted to make it so you could stream from their mobile app. Okay, for for the IRL channel, so or maybe come up with a new mobile app for for streaming to the IRL channel. I uh, think I'd know what my winter mission is going to be. Yeah, to build a following on the Twitch IRL channel. Yep. <laughs> Will's uh, life. Ed TV came out in 99. I was wrong about that. And Woody Harrelson is in it as the friend of Matthew McConaughey. Oh. Okay. Oh, another thing you can't do is broadcast like uh, um, content that you don't own, like like sporting events. Like you can't you can't broadcast, uh, you know, a Rangers game that's on TV, stuff like that. But that I mean, that w- I would think that would be obvious. Now, I don't know about live. I think it depends on the venue, what you can do live. You know, like if you were actually at a Rangers game and wanted to stream some of it on your IRL, IRL channel. I don't know how that would work. I don't know either. That's interesting. But, yeah, we'll see what happens on there, you know. Yeah, the, the, people, I, the people I follow on Twitch, you know, they wanted wanted ways to because they like to do things on occasion when they're not actually playing video games. So um, they're excited to be able to stream like their road trips and stuff that they go on. It's a good idea to do that, honestly. Sure. I have nothing against it as long as it stays separate from the, the gaming stuff, you know. I don't think there's anybody Which... I like enough, though, that I'd follow their IRL channel. Yeah. Well, I, it's it would just it's like it, it's not a separate thing. You know, you know how like when you what, when you pick a game, yeah, to stream to, like you wouldn't follow a separate like channel. Yeah, no, I'm just saying just I, don't, like, I don't I don't see myself ever feeling watching someone tune into somebody when they're broadcasting IRL. Sure, sure. I hear you. I mean, I guess it would depend on what they were doing. Okay, yeah. maybe I would. <laughs> they were doing something fun. Yeah, something dangerous. I mean the 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 people who are pros at this will figure out ways to make it interesting for people like yep. me to even tune in. Sure. Definitely. Um and then my only other nibble bit is you could play the division for free on PC this weekend if you happen to be interested in giving it a shot. That came so. out this year, right? Yeah, very early March. Was it? It was early. Was it was it a separate release for console and then PC? I don't remember. Mm, I can check. You don't have to. I was just curious. The division, right? Yeah. I've been kind of having a hankering to play the division again. Me too, actually. Among, amongst other things. Did I buy this or did I play one of your guys? 
No, we got it we for get... Tito. Or no, we got it for you. We bought it for you. Oh, we... right. no man Sky was cool, the other. Cool their funds. Forgot about that. Thanks, guys. Oh, it was a birthday present. Yep. Came out the eighth on everything. Okay, so it was everything at once. Maybe I'll log in this weekend. Just to uh, gank some noobs in the dark zone. <laughs> Shoot up some noobs. <laughs> I wonder if they fixed their dark zone issues with hacking and cheating. Really don't know. Anyway. I miss playing that game, to be honest with you. Yeah, I had a good time with it. Yeah, the division was fun. Um, so that's all I have for Nibble Bits. Corey, what do you got? Couple. Age of Empires 2 is getting another new expansion. This one is called... Let me find the exact name. Rise of the Rajas. Or Rajas. I don't know if the J is silent in there or not. But it uh, focuses on Southeast Asian civilizations, including the Burmese, the Khmers. I don't know how to say that either. The Malays and the Vietnamese. Uh, Four fully voiced campaigns, bunch of new maps, unique units and buildings. The whole deal. And it's coming out next week. That's awesome. That is awesome. I got the last one, uh, Forgotten Kingdoms or whatever, uh-huh. but I don't think I ever played through any of the campaigns. I didn't. Maybe I screwed I'll... around with some of the civilizations, but that was it. Maybe I'll give them a shot. But apparently Age of Empires 2 is still very popular. So, came out. In... I wish they'd make a fourth one. came out in 1999. Wow. Same year TV I... came out. I just remember playing a ton of that when we were in high school. Will and I online, played... Uh, online and everything. Will and I played relatively recently, didn't we, Will? Uh, yeah, I wanted, it wasn't for our uh, extra life, but I think it was around that time that we played it. Nice. So that's exciting. Another thing that was exciting to me, Valkyria Revolution is coming west. It's a Valkyria Chronicles game. Uh, it's a spin-off, I guess, from what I understand. It's already been out in Japan. Oh, no, it comes out January in Japan and is coming westward this spring for PS4, Xbox One, and, yes, Vita. Mm. So A new release for Vita, huh? Yeah. Not too familiar with it, but uh, I would I would like to play some more Valkyria Chronicles. So if this is a little close to it, then uh, maybe I'll give it a shot. Hopefully it comes to PC or Nintendo Switch. Yeah, right. I'm, hope, I'm, I'm hoping I can get my console exclusive fill with the Nintendo Switch. Yeah, hopefully it satiates me as well. Once I sell all my all my gaming stuff, just buy a Switch. Uh-huh. Just buy a Switch. Switch and mobile games. That's going to be my 2017. (laughs) That's where I'm at. Your 2017 New Year's resolution? Yep. No computer games. Just mobile and Switch. No computer games, really? I don't know. I have a hard time sitting down and playing anything anymore. Yeah. I I think it's the time of the year. It could be. I had all last night and all today. And all I really played was Super Mario Run. And I played Enderall for like half an hour uh-huh. in all that time. But, oh, this game, uh, we're actually getting a PC hockey game. What? Yeah. Did you guys see the video for this? No. It's called, uh, what are they titling it? 
sorry, I didn't take notes, so I'm just reading from uh, this article here on PC Invasion. Uh, what's the name? Old Time Hockey is the name of it. And it looks like, uh, you know, the old 90s NHL, EA NHL games. And awesome. they actually said the director of the game, Karthik Venkateshan, says, quote, Ooh. everything from NHL 94, Blades of Steel, to other sports titles like NBA Jam and Techno Bowl inspired us. We wanted to recreate that old familiar experience of playing these games on the couch with friends. So it's five-on-five arcade-style hockey. And uh, there's actually a beer mode, which is a control scheme that allows players to play with one hand, which is awesome. And I'm it's, watching uh, it right now. Yeah, it's set in 1970. I'll put it up in the stream, too, for, for those that are watching live on the stream but i'm excited for it because i've all i've wanted as of late is a arcade style hockey game just something i can mess around with and do crazy wait stuff. is it is there stick fights probably it looks like there's stick fights this looks incredible <laughs> doesn't it looks like so much fun you see that he's hitting yeah. him with the stick <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, yeah, look out for Old Time Hockey, which is set to launch on Xbox One, PS4, and PC in early 2017. Yeah, game of the year. That's... Early game of the year, contender. <laughs> early game of the year. Oh, that's beautiful. Man. You know what it looks like? It looks like, um, what was it, Stanley Cup Hockey for the Super Nintendo? Yeah, the one they're playing that's what the it looks swingers? Like no, that's NHL. that was NHL 93 or 94. I thought it was a different game. No, the Stanley Cup is the one Eric had. Uh, that was almost like ice level when you played it. Oh, there was uh What was the one I played? One of my friends had it. It was called like Hockey Night in it wasn't Hockey Night in Canada. Maybe it was called Hockey Night in Canada. But it had uh Shoot. Bill Clement, I think, did the voiceover. Late nice. 90s game. Hockey Night video game. I can't think of the name of it. ESPN National Hockey Night? Okay, yeah, I remember that. That was um, that was early 2000s. Wasn't that on the original Xbox? Uh, shoot. Sega, that's what I played it on. Oh, Sega, okay. And, and Super NES. Super NES, Sega, and Sega CD. Okay, I must be thinking of something else. Yep, that's what it was. ESPN National Hockey Night. Hmm. But we anyway. have to make it a point to play this a lot, because this looks awesome. It does oh, look yeah. awesome. Stick fights. Sign me up, day one. I'm seeing if it's on Steam, so I can put it on my wish list right now, so I don't forget. I'm, oh, that's players. I'm pumped about this game. <laughs> Let's just name it Game of the Year now so we don't have to... Yeah, when we do our thummies in a couple weeks, you want to do next year's thummies too? Yeah, might as well. Get them out of the way. Have a, two, a twofer. And oh, the Game of the Year Steam, yeah. is Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, that's okay. not coming out next year. Any other nibble bits? You yeah. don't think so? Oh, wait, is it my turn? You don't think Andromeda's coming out next year? I just assume. I don't. I don't really know. Any other nibble bits, Corey? No. Okay. Well, what do you got? Sorry, I jumped the gun. Uh, 
So, Pokemon Go has added several new gold and silver Pokemon as of, I think it was Monday, uh, this got announced. So, the way that they're doing this is they're doing uh, incrementally, and the first way that they're doing it is by putting them in eggs. So, you'd like Pokemon like Magby, Elekid, Pichu, Togepi... And I don't know what else is going to be coming from eggs and Pokestop starting uh, Monday that started. Now, Dan, I don't know how you feel about this. I already talked to Corey about this when I got my PlayStation. But uh, I think that is the worst possible way that they could have done this. Talk about not getting excited for it. I was all excited for the new Pokemon to be put into the game and i figured they wouldn't put all like 100 in right away but yeah this that's not the way to go about it no one in their right mind is walking around outside right now because it's let me look at the temperature because it's ridiculous (laughs) it's it's 11 feels like negative eight right now yeah where i am no one is walking around uh trying to hatch goddamn pokemon eggs and like Ridiculous. I'm, I am fine with them putting in the Pokemon incrementally. I hate that they're doing it, but I'm fine with it because there's probably something going on with development that they have to do it that way, um, or marketing or whatever. But the grindiest part of the game is the eggs, and as Dan mentioned, the fact that it's winter in the north yeah. right now. Like I'm not, I have not hatched a two-kilometer egg in probably a month. Yeah, Does... and it's because. Go ahead, Corey. I was just going to ask: Does the game have does it, does weather influence the game at all? I think it was I, supposed to, but I don't I think, think it, it does. I think it influences the Pokemon that are available. Uh, like I think when it was raining, at uh, if it was like a big rainstorm, not if it was like little scattered yeah. showers, but like a big rainstorm would have, would have there would be more water Pokemon spawning. Apparently, I I never noticed it, but some people seem to think that that was the case. Because that would be a, a smart, fun way to to solve that problem, I think. Is like, okay, you got 10 inches of snow today, which is what I think we've gotten so far today. Uh, uh-huh. We're going to put rare Pokemon out on the streets. And your walking speed is doubled or something. You know, your, your kilometers walked is doubled or something like that. Yeah. Just to even the odds. That would make too much sense, Corey. That's never going to happen. But it would be fun, too, because it'd be like... You look yeah. forward to a shitty day because it's like, yeah, yeah, bring it on. And the worse <laughs> it is, the the more uh, boons you get. Yeah, that would be fun. No, I didn't think there was any possible way that they could screw up adding new Pokemon, and they did. <laughs> at least, at least for now. It honestly is to the point that announcement made me not want to play until they're all in there and you can actually like hunt them. Yeah, because like. Like I said, I haven't hatched a two-kilometer egg in over a month because how I play is I open it up when I'm at school or at work every now and again to catch whatever is around me. Yep. I'm not play too. I'm not walking with it open anymore. So yeah. like, uh, I was so frustrated because I was literally so excited waiting for that announcement on Monday, and then when I saw that, I just wanted to face palm because it was yeah. the the worst way they could have done it. Yep, I agree. Aggravating. It it really is, because this game has so much potential, but they (laughs) just keep squandering it. And the problem is, is it still makes more than enough money, so they're not going to... not going to change anything. No, I wouldn't think so. 
I do want to catch one of the Pikachus with the Santa hat, though. I've seen them on my nearby, like, yeah, all the too. time, but I haven't found one yet. I haven't been uh, motivated enough to go after one. Yep. The uh, only time, like, uh, like when I'm around Newark Valley, when I check it, is when I drive by the gym. I just pull over uh, uh, yeah. and just wait for the stuff to pop up and then get it and then take off. Uh-huh. So... Like I still say, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to catch a Clefairy. <laughs> no, the best thing they did for for Pokemon Go was was make it so that pretty much every time I open, there's Pokemon to catch. Yeah, I've noticed. I play it. I feel like they've increased the amount of Pokemon that are out because there were spells like in Newark Valley where like I would see nothing for kilometers for and kilometers and days, yeah. and now like the spots where I know that they are, they're always there. Yep. So and it's usually have... it's usually by high traffic areas, which are the polka stops and gyms and in town. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's my nibble bit. It was a pretty frustrating, frustrating announcement for me. Yeah, agreed. I just want Umbreon. That's really that's all I want right now. I've got a bunch of EVs stored and, and a bunch of EV candy uh, built yep. up. So just waiting because that's what I have here at my house is pretty much every time I I open Pokemon Go there's an EV to catch and then usually like an Oddish. Yeah. Something like that. Which is fine. I'll catch them. Yep. The only things I don't catch anymore are Pidgeys. Done with Pidgey. Yep. Uh, done with Weedles. Yep. I'll even catch Caterpies. But... Well, Butterfree is way cooler than Beedrill. Oh yeah. In my opinion. Plus for a while there I was having a lot of trouble trying to catch Weedles. I don't know why I would waste eight, ten Pokeballs on one Weedle and which, then it would run away. Which, when the game came out, that was fine because like the the we got a ton of Pokeballs like in the yeah. beginning, and then now yeah. like if I don't catch one on like the first or second, I'm like I'm not catching you. I just kind of uh-huh. quit. Yeah, and run away from it. Corey, you remember the Pokemon Go podcast? <laughs> the Pogo podcast? Yeah. How could I forget it? You want to reboot record- it? As I say, you should record your third episode now. I'll sell it to you, Will. You want to buy it from me? How much? Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look at what I paid into it. Because I paid for the website. I paid for the Libsyn. If it's over like 10 bucks now. I paid for the domain name registration and all that fun stuff. It's probably like I'm... 50 when all was said and done. That 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 uh property is not worth fifty. <laughs> yes, I don't think I, I don't think I've put in fifty dollars worth of work into that. Definitely worth fifty bucks. I wonder if there's a way to calculate like what your <sighs> intellectual property is worth. Probably, probably have to find like uh, some sort of algorithm that calculates uh, across all podcasts the value of a, a listener and compare it to how many you had. Yeah. I don't know. I'd, I wonder how much Thumbstick Athletes is worth. Worth Millions, obviously. To be honest, if I had the opportunity to find out, I wouldn't want to know. I'd want to know. Out of morbid curiosity. Don't let me know. Why? It's either going to go to my head or <laughs> destroy me mentally. So eh. there's no, nothing good to come from it. Gotcha. Uh, any other nibble bits, Will? No. Okay. How was your week? Um, so, 
I have a couple different things. Uh, what do you guys want to hear about first? Do you want to hear about me learning a new language, uh, finishing school, having a run-in with the Marines, or... That might be it. Start at the top. So learning a new language? Yeah. Uh, so I was bored one day, uh, and I ran out of podcasts because I stopped listening to some because of politics. I kind of got sick of it, so I'm taking a break from them. Um, and then, like, a couple podcasts aren't putting out as much content anymore, so, like, I've been kind of blowing through the stuff that I listen to, and I was sitting there, and I was like, I wonder if they have language-teaching podcasts, and I figured they definitely did, because that would be an amazing way to learn a language, an easy way for somebody like me to learn, because I drive, like, two, three hours, like, every day, basically, going to school and stuff, so I kind of was like, well, what language do I want to learn? Uh, and I didn't want to learn, like, uh, Spanish, Italian, Portuguese, like, any of that. Uh, and stuff like Russian was too hard, and I didn't know if there would be enough of podcasts out there to learn, like, Swedish or something like that. So I nailed it down to German and French. Um, and I decided on French solely for the reason because I played the French in Age of Empires 3. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was literally my main reason why I decided to pick it. Uh, And then, like, other reasons, like Canada. We have family out there. Uh, French is big out there. (laughs) So, like, I started started listening to some of the French episodes. Um, I've been very slowly learning some French. I've only listened to, I think, three episodes so far, so I don't know a ton. And it's been, like, a week because of, like, finals and stuff like that. So I kind of forgot about a lot of what I learned. But I saved all of the ones that I've listened to so I can go back and... Uh, re-listen to it, but it's kind of cool. It's a little hard because, like, I'm not actively, like, looking at the words and, like, what they're saying. So, like, it's hard for me to pronounce it 100% because, like, I'm just sort of listening to what they're saying instead of seeing it. Um, French is a good pick. Yeah, I think I think that was a good pick. It was either that or German for you me. You know why? Why? It's the sexiest language. I mean, looking at it now, yeah, that definitely plays into it. Bonjour. Who doesn't like somebody who can speak some French? Bonjour. We have, Bonjour. We, have, we have French in our bloodline, too. We do. Oh. French-Canadian. French-Canadian, yeah. No less. That must be where the love of hockey comes from. Oh, I'm God, sure. Yeah. Passed oh. down through the genetics. Certainly not coming from the Irish or Polish side. No. But we actively hate on, like, Montreal. Yeah. <laughs> true um but yeah no it's it's kind of fun learning learning another language um i was pretty poor at spanish but that's because i didn't take it seriously well because i was because it was that's because i was gonna say that it's because it was in school and you know it's something you had to do not something you chose to do and like it's super easy like i said i drive so much to just have it in and like just kind of have it playing while you're driving and like just repeating everything they're saying yeah, um, I used to know how to say my name, but I forgot it already. I was gonna break if I was on last week. I was actually gonna break out some French out of nowhere. Isn't Will in French just Will? I think it is Will, but like my name is Will is what I would have said. Guillaume. So sort of like Guillermo. There is actually a lot of ties. Well, I didn't realize this, but like. A lot of the languages like uh, French, Spanish, and all that tie from like Latin. 
Latin. Yeah, they're Latin based. So like I didn't realize that there are a lot of similarities between yep. some of them. Some uh, of the words so, are even the same. Yeah, exactly. Some words are the same. So like it's pretty. I when I hear it, I'm like, oh, that means this because I've heard it already through Spanish. So like that makes it a little bit easier of a transition. But I'll learn some French with you, Will. You want to start bouncing French back and forth? Uh, download Coffee Break French. Coffee Break French. Yeah. Maybe that's our next podcast idea. <laughs> Teaching another language? Corey and Will learn French. <laughs> well, it's you learning French, yeah. not even teaching French. That's not a bad well, idea. We could get a really fluent French speaker to come on and just chat well, some French. The, actually, it's funny that, that Coffee Break French is actually teaching somebody how to speak French, but she very clearly knows how to speak French, so it seems sort of like an act, but like uh, she's technically learning. And they're Irish, so like it's kind of funny to listen to. Oh, gotta love the Irish accent. Yeah, they're super Irish, and they're sometimes I don't know what they're saying, like in English, and I'm like, oh. yeah. <laughs> no, even in like even in the UK, like you get some people, uh, not necessarily from like London or whatever, but from the countryside, and you just can't understand what they're saying. Well, it's the same with like Cajuns here in the United States. Yeah, they're spe- they're talking in English, but it's so hard to thick- thickly accented that you just can't understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, no, we should get that that coffee break host on to teach us some French, Corey. That'd be all right. We could do a uh, uh, a gaming learning another language gaming podcast. Yeah, so you could play the game uh, with the French language on. There you go. Have to figure out what the characters were saying. There we go. There's an idea. What game would you want to do that a million to? Dollar idea. What's the Frenchest? It game? would have. It would have to be Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. <laughs> yeah. It's made by Ubisoft. Obviously. Or or Life is Strange. Were there any games made in in France proper? Yeah. Don't. Uh, uh, Life is Strange was by Don't Nod, right? Which is yeah. in France. I right. Remember Me was in France. Remember Me? Too, yep. Oh, which is Remember Me? Arcane. I Don't Nod. Oh, are they? Apparently. So Dishonored? Yeah, Arcane is Dishonored, yep. Yeah, headquarters in Lyon. Wow. Hmm. Maybe, yeah. I'll, maybe I'll try to learn French, Will, seriously, because uh, I keep trying to go back to doing my Japanese stuff. <laughs> Too hard, it's, right? It's just so hard. Yeah. I bet, like, if I was going to a class for it, I think I'd do a little bit better, but it's just, because you're not only learning a whole new script, you're learning three new scripts. Scripts, yeah. In addition to everything else that comes with learning a new language. And I'm not perfect at English, so. Yeah, it's just, it's it's difficult. Yeah, no, I definitely highly recommend it because, like I said, like, if you have as much time as I do to listen to podcasts, like, it's definitely worth it to, like, try to pick up another language because, like, it's, I don't know, I kind of like knowing more than one language. I think it's a cool idea. I've just never applied myself, and I think this is my best option to actually apply myself to learn it. So Okay, I, I, got, I got a better idea. What? Danish. Is it on there? I don't know. But here's why. Uh, I was actually texting with our sister the other day. And she was talking about, I forget the word now, but there's a word for 
basically happiness, like a Danish word for, for small things that make you happy. And Denmark is consistently rated one of the happiest countries in the world. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so we could learn Danish. And the other reason I suggest Danish is because in the movie The Arrival, they talk about, I forget the name for it, but it's basically uh, a phrase that describes <coughs> how when you learn a language that language influences who you are just by the way the, the language is spoken and the way the language comes together. It's really hard to explain. Um, and they had a much better example of it in the movie The Arrival. But basically, that... your language influences who you are. So I'm thinking if we learn to speak Danish, maybe we'll, we'll be, be happier. Happy. What do you think? So what you're saying is learning French is the wrong language to learn. <laughs> I don't know if it's the wrong one to learn, <laughs> but maybe... that's a good. That's a good thought process, actually. I kind of like that. If you can find a <laughs> Danish speaking or teaching podcast, yeah, I'd be definitely for that. Yeah. Um, I should say for anybody who is interested in learning another language, I do know that that coffee break has German too, and I and Spanish from there. I don't know what else they have. I'm assuming they have. A multitude, because it's like broadcasting is radio lingua. So, they probably have a ton of others, so if that's what people want to want to look into, but... Nice. Yeah, it's cool. It's one of the more interesting things that I've uh, kind of been experimenting with of the last few years. Um, I guess next, like, I'm pretty much done with school. I just need to print off my project um, and turn it in on Friday and I'm done for the semester. I'm really, really, really happy. I've been moody and crabby all week because of finals and stuff like that. Um, so that'll be done and then I'll have a month off. But the other big thing that happened to me, I had uh, an experience with the the Marine Corps. Uh-oh. <laughs> I think it was last week. Trying to recruit you? So... I worked with this one kid who I was really good friends with, and he joined the Marines and so on, and he went off to boot camp, so on and so forth. Uh, but he's back until the new year because he tore his ACL. Um, so he's been back, and he's been trying to get people to just talk to the Marines because he, for starters, like to obviously recruit, but if he does this, he gets to like leave or something, the recruiting office for the day or whatever. Uh, and he has like a pregnant wife and stuff like that. And he's not around, going to be around much longer. So I was like, and like he was asking a lot of people that he like worked with and nobody was answering him or just saying no. And I felt bad, you know, I've always really liked the guy. So like, I was like, Oh, I'll go in and talk to him. It'll be like 20 minutes, you know, maybe 30 because I'm not interested, so like I'll just get in, get out, and he gets to leave for the day. <laughs> Dan's oh, laughing, so yeah. Um, I wish <laughs> to say no. I didn't. I'm not. I did not enlist in the Marines, <laughs> which, which was the first question my mom asked me when I yeah. told her when I told her <laughs> that I had a run in with the Marines. Well, they have a way of being persuasive and appealing to well, you, you know your, well your sense of adventure. You know, everyone oh. has that in inside of them, and Dan <clears throat> as uh, big. I, a, as big a cowards as we are, you know, there's still that that adventurer in all of us, you know. I'm big into like <laughs> wanting to travel and see the world, but I'll get yeah. to all of that. Like then okay. really. Ooh. So I get there <laughs> at ten 
Um, I was like two hours, plenty of time, class at noon. Yeah, you know, I'll be I'll be at Broom at eleven. Uh, so I get there, I talk to my friend for a bit. He's like, oh, yeah, somebody'll be with you in a little bit. So I'm just kind of standing around talking to him, and they're like, okay, will blah blah blah, and talking to me a little bit, and they have me take a test. Uh oh. The first the first thing they did, and I should tell you, I told the kid that I was gonna go in to see them uh, the day before I actually went in, and they called me three or four times the day before, and like I just said I was in class because I didn't feel like talking to them on the phone. Uh, and then after that, like they friend requested me on Facebook, <laughs> so like I was I was in for it going in, but I didn't think about it. I wasn't worried about it. So they had me take this practice. I think it's ASVAB or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. They had they had me take, take a practice test. Uh, so it was supposed to be a forty minute test, and I was like, no, I'm not gonna take this test, or I'm not gonna take forty minutes to take this test. And like what it was was like uh, math, like common sense, like if you have. If there is so and so amount of gallons to like hydrate this amount of people, how many gallons will hydrate this amount of people? Stuff like that. And then it was vocabulary was the next section, which English is usually my my better uh, class in school, so like that was easy. And then it was reading comprehension, which is really easy. And then it was like actual algebra, like find the value of x and square roots and stuff like that. Uh, so to pass was a thirty. I don't know what that translates to, to how many questions you got, right? So I'm sitting there, I'm talking to my friend while he's grading, and he's like, yeah, like, I got a 50 on it, which is considered, you know, pretty good. Uh, so he puts hands me back my test, he goes, you got a 57, uh, which is considered alpha. Will, you're alpha. Which is funny, because I'm sitting there, they're telling, and they go, you brought a smart one to us, Torres, is what they said. And I was like, uh-oh. And like I said, I'm just sitting here thinking about what Pokemon I'm going to shiny hunt after class. <laughs> and these people are think, like excited that I'm an alpha and are looking to recruit me. Uh-huh. Um, and then from there, they put on the full court press. They brought me over to Subway to sit me down and talked to me for an hour and a half of just like asking me, grilling me about everything. Well, they started <laughs> off by saying, what's your interest level in joining the Marines on a scale of 1 to 10? I was like, 2. So I like I was honest with that, but they're like, "Well, why do you want to join?" And like obviously I didn't, so I had to be like, "Oh no, like I'm just exploring options and so on." Uh, but yeah, they brought me over to Subway and they gave me uh, eleven cards, and each thing like had like different sayings written on it, and one of them was like financial stability, uh, adventure. One was challenge, and like they had me rate them from one to eleven of what I thought was most important and was least important. Uh, and asked me about it, and I had challenge as my least important. <laughs> Who wants to be challenged? Well, he said, huh. I, want a, I want easy street. <laughs> he said, oh, you have challenges last. That's pretty uh, interesting. Why do you have it there? And I was like, look, I've never wanted to do something because it was challenging. Yeah. I was like, if I want to do something, like, I'm going to do it. Like, challenge is just whatever to me. Like, yeah. I was like, I don't get the whole, ch- like, wanting to be challenged. <laughs> So, like, I had financial stability as one, like, adventuring two, and, like, fitness or whatever as three. So, like, he talked to me for, like, 25, 30 minutes about each one, and I'm just like, oh, my God, like, I want to go. And, like, he did make a lot of good points, like, I will say that. And, like, it's definitely a good thing for somebody like that, but, like, I don't want to spend six years in the military. And my early 20s, I kind of want to have my early 20s to do what I kind of want. I don't want to give give that up to uh, military. We weren't made to be soldiers. No. no. And my my one 
Go ahead, Dan. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, my <sighs> one friend felt really, really bad because he's like, I've never seen them like that. Like, And he's like, I think what that happened was is like they saw that you were A, scored a 57 on that test, you B, were physically fit, uh, you had a plan for what you want to do in life, uh, and that's like stuff they just love. Sure. So yeah. he's like, you, you kind of got... And he's like, holidays are a big thing too because they're tra- they accrue, uh, recruit extra hard around the holidays. What you want to do, Will, is get a degree and then join the military. Enter as lieutenant. You'll never see combat. You'll never have to pee your pants in front of your, your bros. <laughs> okay. I probably <laughs> still won't do that, but... Um, but like after, like he made all these good points and he's like, so what do you say? You ready to sign up? And I was like, no. (laughs) And he was like taken aback by it. He was like, wait, really? I was like, yeah. I'm like, I haven't even talked to family about this. Like, I'm not going to make the decision right now. Yeah. Well, that's part, I think that's part of their sales pitch is, you know, they pressure you into it. it. Definitely. And like, I like, I of course had literally zero interest in it to begin with. So like. Uh, I was, but I like I I was late to class and everything. Like I got to class at like twelve twenty, and I was like, God. <laughs> so yeah, that was really interesting because like I go to do this nice thing for a friend, and then whew, yeah, I did not expect it to be like that. That's a long day. He also like I also have no medical issues, and like I'm not no surgeries, which is another thing that they look for. So I was just, and like, they were selling me on the thing of like brotherhood and like basically being close with your bros. And I was that's like, that's not, that's not a big thing for us either. <clears throat> no, I was like, I mean, that's fine and good and everything. And I was like, but that's just not something that like, you know, I've been into. If they had said, we will give you a gun and drop you off in the middle of the woods by yourself. Kill that as would many more- Charlie as you can. <laughs> no. No, you just scout scouting in the in the northern wilderness by yourself. That's scouting the Canadians, an idea. Dan. That's not a job. That's not a military. No, it, well, I know, but that's what we're in Canada. Us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave, yeah. leave me alone. Like I don't yeah, want exactly. to. I don't. Well, I told them I was like, yeah, like Air Force was another one I'm interested because in, I have a, like a lot of friends in the Air Force. Is what I told them, and they. <laughs> They don't like hearing that you're interested in other branches, really. Oh, of no. course not. Because mm-hmm. um, they uh, multiple times said for people who have like bad past, like that's for the other branches and stuff like that, like making those comments. And I was like, oh boy. Um, but that was well, an the Marines. Experience. The Marines are the first to die, aren't they? Oh yeah, they're, they're first definitely combat. Yeah, yeah they're, they're the, the first one called and everything. Yeah, I can't handle that pressure. No. Like I said, I can barely manage an essay yeah. at a timely fashion. Like I'm not going to be able to protect an embassy. Put me in We're front too of soft a for that. Computer, and I'll drop remote Nuke. bombs on places. You'll, as, you'll you'll be the drone pilot. <laughs> as I said, I'm sitting there thinking about the the sandy ghast I'm going to shiny hunt in Pokemon Moon mm-hmm. when I get home from class, and they're like, "Oh, we need you to protect our country." Like, no. <laughs> it's not too late for you, Will, to uh, join the Air Force so you can be a space pilot. Get into the space program. I feel like I need to be smart for that. You do, but you um, yeah. could still do it. I mean, if anything, school has taught me to fake it till you make it. 
That is true. So that's the only valuable thing I've learned from school so far. It's funny how that works. Yeah. Oh, high school was just all teaching you about how you can lie your way through assignments and due dates. And, oh, I don't know what happened. Like, I need an extra day. Like, my computer deleted it. I don't know. Yep. My whole thing in high school was going in and taking tests, not having studied or read anything that I was supposed to. Yeah, and I just still as, do that. Ju- just for fun. Just to see what I would get. I, I still do that <laughs> to this day. I, like, don't study. I was the worst student that place had probably ever seen. I don't think I've ever effectively <laughs> learned how to study, actually, to be honest with you. Because, like, I read my notes, and then, like, I just don't do anything else, and then that's, like, it. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to study. Yep. You read for two hours and then try and think back like, on what you read and don't remember any of it. It's like, wow, I just wasted two hours. And then realize your but test the, is in 15 minutes. Yeah, but then when you go to sit down and take your test, you, you strangely recall what you read. That's what happened I don't to me. Know. Not me. It, I mean, I had a pretty good semester, uh, and that happened to me a lot this semester. So, like, I, I, it, it is weird how it kind of just comes back to you. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. That's honest. I think that's honestly it. Like I went and got my PlayStation from Corey yesterday. Yeah. So I've got that to play Final Fantasy 15. I might start it tonight. Nice. Um, <clears throat> yeah, no, that's about it actually. Well, I'm glad you had a lot to talk about. Will, cause I don't know that I have anything to talk about for my week. Oh, we upgraded internet actually in the old yes. North Valley homestead. Kinda stupid. It doesn't. It's not even an upgrade. I don't know, yeah. Dan. Like the first day that we had it, I was getting thir- about thirty download, uh, in like six, seven upload, and uh-huh. and that was wireless, mind you. Uh, now we're getting eleven download. Yeah, I think you have some issues with your lines. Which, I don't know how you even go about getting that fixed. Well, your mom has to call and have a tech come out and fix whatever the problem is. Well, it depends on where it is. Yeah. Could be in the home somewhere. True. I think she bought new modems and router. Or modem and a router. I know she got a new modem because she asked me which one to get. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, I went mean... through all that. Sophie and I went through that whole ordeal getting a new modem and router and we barely noticed the difference when all was said and done. But it's weird because the other end of my apartment, the internet is bad. But you can go out my front door and walk halfway to the school, which is across the street, across a big field, and I still get my Wi-Fi all the way out there. So I don't yeah. know where the interference is somewhere in our apartment. There's apps that you can download that detect wi-fi interference yeah i was walking around with the tablet but i didn't i couldn't ever get anything solid you know yeah it's the, our kitchen our kitchen is a giant dead spot in our house we have very little wi-fi reception in our kitchen and our house is tiny so it shouldn't be an issue Lead paint. and like you like you i can go like halfway out in the backyard and still get a signal yeah i don't i don't get it like how it all works like i realize like it's all like through the air and stuff like that, and it's like a, I don't know, a current, I guess, or whatever, wave, but, like, it does just doesn't make sense why it works in some spots, and some spots it doesn't. Like, I just, I don't understand. Yeah. And it's especially frustrating, because, like, 
we I think we upgraded to like the highest tier of internet and like to not get 50% of the download speed like are you kidding me because we're trying to do this direct TV now and like that's frustrating because there's no like local programming or whatever so we can't like watch football and stuff like that like the ranger game was on msnbc or whatever the other day and it was blacked out and it's like well this is supposed to be like the cable alternative why is it blacked out and stuff like that so it's kind of like why do we have this then if we can't do anything that we wanted on top of the internet still not being good enough to be able to host a stream of a game and something else going on Yep. I thought things would be different. I was told this. HD antenna, VPN, you're set. Well, I actually think if we stick with like this eight or DirecTV, we are getting an HD antenna for the house. But yep. I don't know. It's kind of frustrating. Oh, and our internet like goes out a ton too randomly. Like every yep. night around like eleven, it just goes goes down. You're definitely having uh, signal issues. I told yeah. mom she's got to call a tech and have have them investigate because because you you could you couldn't get HD channels even in on your through your cable. No. So no, we couldn't. That was annoying. There's definitely an issue there. Yeah, just make stuff up so they come. Just say like nothing's coming in, and then they'll say, "Is it working now?" And even if it is, just say no. And they'll be like, "Okay, <laughs> we have to send a tech out." I do that all the time at the nursing home for TV problems. Because they should be the ones dealing with it because right. it's there. Yeah. Well, I'll spend 40 minutes on the phone and, you know, if the problem, even if it's small, is still there, I just want a tech to come out because I'm so sick of dealing with it. Yeah. Well, I hope we do that. I mean, the problem is, is with Christmas in like a week, like who knows when. If we're going to do it before, like, I want to do it, like, tomorrow, because I don't want to deal with this for much longer, but I'm also the one not making the call, so. Sure. I don't know. It's pretty frustrating. I'm pretty annoyed with that, because when it works, like, when I was getting the 30 megabytes download, I was like, this is awesome. Things were running a little bit quicker, but Uh now, like, it's just all gone. We're back down to, like, 11 yeah, you have a small internet service provider in your area, too, called Hayful, mm-hmm. which offers a 100 down, 10 up. But the cap, uh, right? No cap. What? No cap on that one. It's And it's, I think, $100 a month. But it's not in your village. It's only in the outskirts. Well, <laughs> I was going to say, uh, a lot of times, though, so, th- those don't. A lot of times those uh, smaller companies contract out the Time Warner stuff. Yeah. So it could be, you know, the same thing, the same exact thing, just a different well, name. Well, that's, that's like here with, was it Bright, Bright House? Or, Bright House, yeah. We, we, have, we have a different one that you could get, but it's just through Time Warner. Yeah. So. Boy, those monopolies, man. Could you imagine the options if, like, we actually had competition? Google Fiber. Someday. Can't come soon enough. I can't imagine, like, Eric's download speeds. Like, that's not even fair. Nope. Because what's he, like, 200, is it? He's supposed to have gigabit. What? 
gigabytes. One, yeah, one gigabyte. Oh. Down and up. But I think it's split amongst like a few of his neighbors, so oh, okay. he probably gets a couple hundred down and a couple hundred up. <sighs> That's I my know. dream is to have internet that doesn't blow. Basically. Well, we're probably going to be waiting for a while around here. There's second world countries that have faster internet than we have in upstate New York. Wasn't there that bill to like improve the infrastructure of like internet? Yep. Is that anything ever happened with that? I doubt it. The, apparently, they've done that in the past, and the cable companies just kind of squander it. Of course, they do. upgrade their don't upgrade their uh, services. Well, Dan, if they have to spend any money, I know. Well, it, it's all going to be wireless before too long, so. As long as it's better, I don't care what direction it goes, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yep. Just give Same. me an, give me internet that's, like, workable. Agreed. I will say, none of you have cut out or lagged at all today, uh, because my internet is just going down, which is nice. That never happens. That's why I'm able to actually talk. Nice. Mm-hmm. So, actually... I wonder if I do a download speed right now, what'll happen? Do fast.com. That's Fast Netflix's, Netflix's speed test. Netflix always <laughs> seems to work, though, regardless of my bandwidth. Well, they I think they scale based on uh, your Connection. speed. But yeah, that's what I mean. Even so, like, I r- r- never get like the pixelated, blurry. Yeah. You know, it always looks good, regardless of... Uh, Netflix speed test is twenty five. This one's saying twenty, and the other, the Netflix one said twenty five. So, yeah. So either way, you're you're getting wildly varying numbers. So yeah, that's probably not a good sign. Yeah, this one's eighteen. Well, time of day is a big influencer too. It should not be. Well, it shouldn't be, but it is. Just the way no, it is. It's not. It's it's not for me. What? Because what they do is they only sell you a small piece, so you should have you should have consistent speeds. Back in the day, it used to it used to vary based on time of day, but um, they should have the capacity to run your what they what they sold you for internet. Well, even if they have the capacity, traffic any traffic causes interference at all. Any traffic at all, you lose. Well, packets. no, I mean, ban- well, bandwidth. It's I mean, it's a finite amount, so like they only sell you a small piece of that amount, right? But for even, control, but even it, it, regardless of of how much, how big your portion is of of what they're offering, the more traffic going in and out, the more opportunity there is for interference. Yeah. See, I've never had any issues uh, based on time of day. It's always it's I, my as long as it's working like it should, it's consistently like I get like thirty two down and yeah. like six up. Mine changes quite a bit, but, you know, around this time, prime time, is when it gets bad. Not bad, but worse. In you know, the the witching hours, it shoots back up to 45 down or whatever, and 10 See, it up shouldn't, or whatever. It shouldn't be that way. Yeah, it's just the way you it should is. always get, you should always get that. Well, like, be, that'd be nice, but it's just not... Nah. Now, Corey, I see what you're saying, but like at six o'clock when we upgraded our internet initially is when I did the first test and we were getting thirty, and like I said, that was wireless at the time. Well, six but is pretty early in the day. That's still not the fifty that's, that you're supposed to get, you, right? You'll never that, get what you pay for. I know that, but like I don't think we should get 
25% of that, which is like at 11. Like, I don't, what are you that's paying ridiculous. For? The ultimate extreme. I don't know. I think it's ultimate. Is that the highest one? Yeah, yeah it's 50, 50 down. down and 10 up or yeah. something like that. Yeah. I don't know. There's no consistency. It's just if you pay for more, it should be better. And it sounds like it is better. Not always. The, our internet should not be crashing nightly or twice a day like it's been. No, you but you paid for more now, right? And it's been better. I mean, from 6 to 11, not like megabytes, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying there's no reason that we can't get in the 20s consistently. Well, if you're unhappy with your service, you can call Time Warner and get it figured out. I, I don't think... I don't think I've ever done a speed test where I've gotten below my promised really speed. Yeah, mine's always below. It's never been at it or above. When I when I have issues like when when my cable modem's going or the lines are degrading or whatever, that's when I'll get below. But when it's running like it should, I get at least thirty down and at least five up. It's usually like I said, thirty two down, thirty three down, and six up. And that's what you're paying for? Yeah. 30 down, 5 up. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, that's enough to talk about internet. It's pissing me off. Yeah. What did you do this week, Corey? Uh, nah, I don't think I really have anything worthwhile to talk about. Giants pulled out a victory against the Cowboys. I was really looking Never for- saw that coming. Yeah, I actually did. Well, I sort of did. I, I told a coworker a couple weeks ago that uh, guaranteed Giants would beat the Cowboys. Uh-huh. Um, even though I knew deep down they wouldn't, but they did. Right. So, hey, whatever. Uh, and I was really looking forward to that game, but we had company over Sunday for dinner, had a couple beers. Everybody left around 8. I settled into the couch to watch a Giants game. Fell asleep. Oh, yeah. Didn't even see the <laughs> opening kickoff. Really? Yeah. You missed the entire game? Entire game. Oh, it was a good one. I didn't even see the score that night. It wasn't until the next morning that I saw that they they had won. It was a good one if you like defense. Well, I watched I the did. highlights, and that Odell Beckham Jr. run was insane. Yeah. Jeez. Yep. Legs. Holy crap. Yep. No, the Giants' defense was pretty good in that game. Dan, who's the corner uh, who had a pick who was really, really good? I Janoris, can't think of Janoris Jenkins. Thank you, Janoris Jenkins. I was trying to tell Corey because I was talking about how good all of the players were, and I couldn't remember Jenkins' name. Yeah, Landon Collins is unbelievable. Olivier Vernon or Vernon. Vernon, yep. They're they're free agent signings. Like they got kind of made fun of over the summer, but they they've all filled in really nicely for. Yeah, they got a top five top five defense. That's what they wanted. Yeah. They need so. it too. Anywho, yeah, yeah, because the offense was terrible again, except for that one play that Beckham. Beckham broke, yeah. broke free. If, and that was all if him, you, too. I mean, yeah, it was all him. It was just a slant. A lot of podcasts I listen to are talking about uh, Eli just might honestly be on the downside of his career now. He's looked terrible. Yeah, he said. Season. I guess he has no arm strength left. I don't watch the Giants that often because I'm usually working when they play. So, like, uh-huh. I don't know what's been going on, but I thought he looked terrible against Dallas. Yeah. He's and always, they can't run the ball. He's always kind of struck me as. Uh, not a competitor. You know, I don't know him personally. It's just the things you see on the field and, and on the side and, and uh, press conferences and stuff like that. Like, 
he seems like the type of guy that will just do what he needs to do, and then that's it. You know, I don't picture him spending all off season. You know, training, training. Maybe he yeah. does, and I'm sure he trains more than the average Joe. But I mean, there's a picture of him on the beach, shirtless, and <laughs> yeah, that's what I think of with him. Like he's got two funny. Super Bowl rings. I just I, I he... picture him as like a complacent kind of guy he looks he looks like he looks like an accountant yeah <laughs> like if that downfall is starting or if or uh when it does i i don't i don't picture him doing what he needs to do to to prevent it you know like a tom brady type or whatever right yeah i mean honestly like i've never i don't know anything about him like off the field so yeah. you know this is pure speculation know. but that's just the vibe i get from from eli manning sad face this is, yeah, this is complete speculation from a video game podcast for people who <laughs> might get upset about that. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. Like, I listened to the Around the NFL podcast, and all four of them are saying that, like, Eli just does not have the arm strength anymore to throw downfield. Could be. And he has the receivers, like, Shepard, yeah. Odell Beckham. Um, can't remember the other guy that they have that's pretty good, but. Victor Cruz. He hasn't yeah. done too much. No, he'll catch like a pass a game usually. Yeah. More push-ups, Eli. Come on. <laughs> Do some more cardio. Lose that lose that belly fat at the bottom. <laughs> okay. Uh, do we want to take a quick break? I'm good to keep rolling. You, we just, don't... you want to just want to keep going? No feedback, so. Okay. We're probably yeah, okay. winding down already. Yeah. Follow me. All right. Uh, let's start with Super Mario Run. Yeah. What we played. Did you play it well? Mm-hmm. I played to the paywall. Okay. Yeah. And you don't think you're gonna? You don't think you're gonna cross it? Ten dollars seems like a lot. That was my thought too. And it's I'm I'm okay with paying ten dollars for a mobile <laughs> game. I am. But yeah. Uh, this doesn't feel like one. How am I trying? How am I phrasing this? It doesn't. There are ten dollar games out there that you get way more value from. Yeah, this one has six worlds with four levels each world, and that's it. Like, yeah, I beat it. Alrighty. Yeah. <laughs> I'll add it to the list. Uh, God, all right. So, just a little bit of background. The idea behind the game is it's Mario. Uh, it's an endless runner, just like a Mario, or just like. Uh, I can't think of any endless runners right now. Help me out. Uh, Temple Run. Temple Run, yeah. It's it's an endless runner like that. The closest comparison we've made it before would be the Rayman game, Fiesta Run, where yeah. uh, it's 2D running left to right, and you tap to jump and stuff like that. Uh, and as Will said, there are six worlds of four levels each. Um, but like Will said, like $10 for that, and there are challenges built into that, and there is like a, a sort of competitive mode as well. There, I don't know. It's just, is it just? It, it feels just like a Nintendo markup, and I expected a little bit more from Nintendo. It's it's fine. It's fun. But yeah. If you're asking ten dollars for a mobile game, it just feels like it's it's missing something, and maybe they'll add it. I don't know. Yeah, well, that was my question. Are they going to do, like, free updates of new stuff? Like, or is it just going to be like, hey, we have a new expansion. Pay 10 more dollars. I, I really don't know. 
Corey, do you think you might feel that way too because of how much you can do in the Star Wars game for nothing? Yeah, definitely. That's a big part of it. A uh, game I've been playing a lot of is, is the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, and that's a free game, and I haven't spent a penny, and I'm still getting a ton of value out of it. I still check in yeah. every day. I still do the dailies every day, and I still enjoy doing it. I bet you I play for, like, all, when all is said and done, probably two or three hours every single day. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't paid a dime mm-hmm. on it. Yep, and so. I don't. I don't think any of the levels in Super Mario Run are particularly inventive. Uh, no, there, there's one level I forget the name of it, uh, where you're doing a lot of sliding, uh, downhill slope sliding, and jumps and stuff, yeah. and that was kind of fun. But other than that, there was not really anything that stood out as uh, creative or interesting to me. Yeah, like, first of all, the demo, they should at least let you complete the first world, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Like, I kind of don't like that they cut it off right before you're, do, you're supposed to do the castle. Well, uh, if you did that, I... Will, you'd be one-sixth of the way through the game. Yeah. That's too far, so they had to stop it before that. I mean, I guess, but n- n- come on, Nintendo. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I think what's there is fine. It's fun. It's like decent enough for a mobile game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't think that there's enough there to pay ten dollars. I was told it was supposed to be five, so I was all on board to um, buy it. Like buy it, but yeah. and I, I don't know. I just don't think there's enough there. Like I got the the purple coins for each of the levels, uh-huh. like all of them, and then like I was like, well, I, I guess this is my time of Mario Run. Well, there's uh, pink, purple, and then black coins. There's three different challenges I- for every level. Uh, the first one is to get all the pink coins, and there's five of them in every level. Once you get those, then they present you with purple coins, I think. And then you have to get all the purple coins in the level, and then they do it again for uh, the third color. So, okay. Uh, I don't know. I haven't got... done that for every level. I've just beaten all the levels. Okay, because I've gotten level. I've gotten all of the first color of coins that you're supposed to get, like per pink, purple, whatever it is. Yeah, for the first for three it's... levels. Yeah, and then I did red coins on the second level, but they weren't on the third or something like that. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not upset. You know, ten dollars is a fair price. I just, I, I, I think I was just hoping for a little bit more out of Nintendo for this. Like Will said, it's fine. It's, it's entertaining enough. Um, there's just nothing, nothing, nothing to write home about. I guess. Yeah, like, if you want to spend the $10 to play, like, I think go for it if you're interested. But for me personally, like, I'm not interested right now to spend the $10 to play it when I don't think, like, I'll care enough to play it. There's also a, what's the other mode, Will? Toad Rally. Toad Rally. Where you compete against another player's shadow, I guess. I don't know if it's actually their shadow or just... Uh, sort of rendering of their shadow of some sort. I don't know if it's true to what they actually did or what, but uh, you compete against another player, and if you do better than them, you win toads. And toads are sort of like a currency that you use to unlock houses and decorations and stuff for your toad kingdom. Uh, The one interesting thing, though, that they do is buildings and stuff that you unlock serve uh, the gameplay in different ways. So the first one I unlocked is the mystery house or whatever. And every, I think it's eight hours or something like that, you can enter the mystery house and uh, do the little challenge in there to try and get some, some bonus stuff. So it does have those built-in uh, 
timed things that a lot of free-to-play mobile games have. How playable would the game be on a tablet? Fine, I think. Uh, I don't I know. Does it seem like it's more better for a phone? Because I, think... I just think of like the iPad Pro, which is a 12-inch tablet. Like That's probably not for that, right? Yeah, I think uh, it would work fine if you wanted it to. But if given the option, I would prefer to play it on phone just because it's, it's meant to be held with one hand and you're just tapping right. with your thumb. You know, you're not. Yeah. I, I would think a tablet would get a little bit awkward to, like, tap with your index finger. I don't know. Sure. Okay. Just curious. I think it would be fine. But like I said, I would just prefer to use a, a phone that I can hold in one uh-huh. hand. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. It's interesting, though. This could be the last, like... 2D Mario we get. Last? Yeah. No. They'll do a couple 3D Marios and then they'll hearken it back to the old <laughs> 2D days. Yeah, yeah you're have, right. We have Mario Maker now. And That's then true. Now we have a mobile uh, entry that they can just keep putting levels into, you know? Paid DLC. <laughs> have we uh, heard whether or not the Nintendo Switch uses a touchscreen? know if that's been confirmed or not i don't think it has because i think you know if, if it does have a touch screen then mario maker will probably launch on that too because yeah. that was one of the wii u's biggest biggest hits the biggest hit no i think mario wasn't mario kart 8 the top seller for the wii u yeah you're probably, probably right on that i think it had like a 60 or 65 percent adoption rate like adoption rate for the console because the console only sold like 13 million copies but Mario Kart 8 sold like 8 million copies Mario which Kart is 8, insane. 8 million new Super yeah. Mario Brothers 5.45 million uh, Mario Maker 3.73 million so Mario Maker 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7th 7th best selling game on the Wii U yeah are they going to port that to the Switch? Because that might be a good idea. They should port all of those games to the Switch. Because I will, I will rebuy all of them. Because they're just going to die on the Wii U. Like, who's yeah. going to bring out the Wii U to play Super Mario Maker? Yeah. I, I, I'm i hoping that if, if I find out that they're going to port all of them, I'll trade in my Wii U, you know? Yeah. Or the good guy move would be like, you already own all of these games. Like, connect it to your Nintendo account and yeah. then... And download the digital copies on your Switch. Uh, that would be that would be amazing, but that's Stop not going to happen. Now, now I'm excited. It's not going to happen, Will. Sorry. Uh, I said a bad thing. Yes, you did. How dare you? Uh. <laughs> uh. Okay. Where were we? Talking about what we played. Okay. I played another we'll game too. Unless you want to yeah, stay on Mario Run. No, I don't. I I'm waiting for it to come to Android, so I haven't played it yet. Uh, I played the trail. Oh, 22 cans game. Yeah, I guess it just came out. I don't know. I, I think I talked about it in a nibble bit a few months ago. And uh, I was on the app store today checking out Super Mario Run and um, saw the trail. And I was like, oh, I remember talking about this game. And I played the first like 15 minutes of it. And so far, so good. Uh, you play a guy coming to a new continent. I'm not sure if it's fictional or, or real world or not, but uh you're basically barefoot and you have a backpack and you are on the trail to get to Eden Falls or something like that is the name of it. And uh, 
as you walk down the trail, you can spot items on the trail and, and tap them to pick them up while your guy is walking, and there's crafting and survival aspects. Uh, and that's all I've got from it so far. It looks really nice. It has a really cool art style. I think I will enjoy it. Uh, free, to, nice. free, to, free to play so far. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll give it a download. Yeah, give it a whirl. It's, uh, it's pretty neat. And I think, you know, 22 Cans has some redeeming to do. So Sure. Hopefully they can do it with, with the trail. Uh, but uh, I, this reminded me of one thing that I always bring up when I when I we talk about these things and how like you guys always say you know oh you shouldn't release on the same day as a big game you shouldn't release your little game on the same day as a big game because nobody will see it. Um, but I think this is just a really good example of how that's not always the case. And it's one thing we always talked about in in the music biz. Um, it's just eyes on the store, and that's how I found the trail. You know, I was looking at the big game I wanted to play and saw, oh, the trail came out. I have to install that as well. So, yeah. just something to keep in the back back of our minds. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's enough uh, gamers, I guess, to go around, you know. Yeah. For every every big release, there's probably three-quarters of the gaming population that aren't going to play it. Mm-hmm. At all, you right, know. Right. So, and also, uh, when I sign up to be notified from the App Store when a game is <laughs> available, I was just going to bring this up. <laughs> and I know Eric echoes this sentiment. At least I think he does. Uh, I want to be notified the second it's available, not not eight o'clock at night. Yeah, not eight hours later. <laughs> not cool, Apple. Not cool. <laughs> Uh, the only reason why I knew it was out was because of you guys. Yeah. I, I mean, I checked this morning. I checked last night, too. Like, after midnight, I was still awake. And uh, uh, not until Eric said that he downloaded it did I know. Yeah. Ugh. Apple keeping us up to date. Bullshit. <laughs> Maybe they waited to send out the email until it was available in all territories. But that's still not good enough for me. Yeah. I want it now. Write me out. Yeah, okay. no, I'm, I'm with you on that. Did you play anything else, Corey? I played about half an hour of Ender All today. Um, it's weird because every time I turn that game, I like I forget how much I like it, and then I'll play it for like 15 minutes and be like, I love this game so much. And that's my one thought on Ender All. Uh-huh. Okay. Didn't play anything else. What do you got, Will? Uh, I completed Pokemon Moon. Hey. I put a uh, hearty 62 hours into it. Wow. Yeah, which is a lot. I really like that game. It's so good. Um, You know, when I... I don't know what episode I did this on, but I talked about how I was a little worried about Pokemon Moon. Uh, yeah. That I personally wouldn't like it. I thought like the world would love the game, but I thought personally like I wouldn't like it. Uh, but I was wrong. I really love it. I'm not in love with the setting, even though it's a lot more varied than I expected that it would uh, expected it to be. Um, but like a game that made me use multiple different teams, like because I liked so many different Pokemon, doesn't happen very often, which I thought was really cool. And I thought it was pretty challenging uh, in some spots for, you know, considering it's supposed to be like a ten year old game. Um, like the final, the final uh, champion of the Pokemon League in Alola, like 
he had a Snorlax that just destroyed me. And, like, I was struggling to get through it because, like, for whatever reason, like, my team was not overleveled because I was switching it so often. So, like, I didn't have just souped-up Pokemon. Um, and, like, I ran out of revives and max potions going into the the uh, the final battle. So, like, the, the Snorlax. And I didn't have anything that was super effective against it, and he just destroyed me. Uh, which sucked because I lost all of the uh, progress and I didn't get to rebattle them. Uh, and I didn't save before it, so I had to refight through the Elite Four. But, uh, yeah, no, it's a good game. And uh, there's definitely going to be remakes of the fourth-gen games coming. Uh, I don't know when, but hopefully soon. Which Woo-hoo! makes me... I'm re- That's one of my... Gen uh, 2 and 4 are my two favorites, so like I'm really, really excited. Uh, and I've been playing uh, Diamond and Pearl on my 3DS before Moon, so like I was loving it, and like I kind of want to see what they do with the the hardware that they have now, and like kind of the overhaul Pokemon has gone since X and Y, because I think the new games have been all really impressive. Uh... Yeah, I, I mean, that's all I really played. Like I said, I'm probably going to try and do some of... Uh, oh, I bought Blizzard Mountain, too, from Forza. Well, Eric did, uh, so I have that. I want to play that. that. That's uh, Forza Horizon DLC, oh. which Forza Horizon's a really good game, but Blizzard Mountain is, like, you go into a mountain and it's blizzardy, and you know that I love snow, so that's yeah. enough to make me, make me interested. I want to do that, Final Fantasy 15, Titanfall 2, and Battlefield 1 before the Thummies. I don't know how it's going to work. Speaking of Thummies, do, what, what's, our, uh, what's our day? Do we agree on something? I think we have to change it, right? We, agreed on, January. The mon- we agreed on the Monday after Christmas. Ugh. That was the original date we set. No. Are we still doing that? Absolutely not. Why not? I, w- I won't be ready. For the thummies? Yeah, you expect me to play Final... You expect me and Dan to both play Final Fantasy fifteen the Monday after Christmas. When are you done I'm with not... school, Will? I'm done Monday. You're done Monday? This yeah. coming Monday? I work 40-plus hours within the next week. Yeah, come on. You have no other responsibilities. I work it. out for two hours a day, too. I did it. I did it in a week. Did I beat it in a week or was it two weeks? You had my PlayStation for like two weeks. Okay. So maybe it took me two weeks. 40 hours. Come on, you can put 40 hours. And you think Dan is going to be able to put in enough time to beat it by then? In a week? It's like a week. Are you crazy? I won't be able to play it. I'd rather Will played it. We both got to play it, so... I don't know why we don't do it in January. Like every other year. We can. We didn't do it in January last year. Yeah, we did. No. Yeah, because I was playing Life is Strange um, the New Year's, New Year's Eve. Eve night. Yeah. That's right. There was... We, we've done it in December before. Yeah. I know we have. Maybe maybe once. Well, cause I, just because I was thinking, probably next week I'll do the... Uh, the half second half of the year recap episode and then maybe if we don't do the thummies the week in between christmas and new year's we'll have a week off and then do the thummies the week after if you want uh i got a better idea 
Yeah. Well, maybe it's it. not a better idea. Maybe next week we settle on our categories. We have a discussion about the categories, anything we want to change, how we want to organize everything. Uh, just like a prep episode for the thummies. That's fine. Proper. Maybe we could fit in some more interesting things in that conversation about the awards. And then uh, the twenty that week at the week of Christmas and New Year's, do your recap. Okay. And not skip a week. That's fine. I don't know. Okay. Just an idea. Yeah, that works. Because I, I well, do think we need to sit down and run through the categories at some point. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I think we oh. should all try to bring an idea for the next episode. Yeah, bring ideas. Actually, I have a, a, a idea for a new category. Yeah. If that's what you mean. Yeah, I'm yeah. always game and for those. Ideas for whatever. And I know last matter. year, like, we combined uh, mobile and handheld or something like Like, we, we changed some awards around a little bit and i think we might want to do that again for this year so okay works for me we could do that next week oh i just because i I, i'd like to have a plan with christmas coming up of what you know what we're doing and and when yeah so you want to say that then is uh next week's episode probably wednesday or thursday most likely yep i've got i can't do friday so I can't either. Let me check my schedule real quick. Well, Let me check my, my PC. schedule really quick. Uh, next e- even, week. even Tuesday works. I just can't do Friday. What is next week? 19th? Yeah. Uh, I'm good any day next week. I don't want to do Friday. I would like okay. to not do Wednesday because I work at 5 a.m. on Thursday. I work okay. 2.30 to 9 on Wednesday. So, so is Thursday so, work for the three hopefully- of us? Yeah, we'll have to okay. find out for sure from Eric. Yeah, hopefully it works for Eric. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Even if we didn't do the recap episode in between and did the thummies in between Christmas and New Year's, that'd be fine. Because I know it's more important to have it for the beginning of the year because it's harder to remember the beginning of the year, you know? Yeah. So people can go back and listen to that one episode that I did like half halfway through the year. If they want uh, updates on, on the games from the first half of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, uh, what I played, uh, I beat Dishonored 2 finally. Hey. Yeah. Congrats. We all beat a game this week. Yes, we did. That's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I really like Dishonored 2. It was very very well done game. Uh, I enjoyed it from the very beginning to the end. Uh, I keep every time I play, I kept going back and forth because Corey's asked a few times if he would like the game. I keep going back and forth on whether or not I think he would like Dishonored too. You think there's something there that he might like? I don't know. I think you should try it, Corey. I do too. I know know I've said in the past that no, you shouldn't try it, but. I think you should try it. I don't think you need to have played the first one to understand the second one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe give it a shot and see what you think. Okay. Uh, it's in my Steam library, so feel yeah. free to download it and give it a shot. I think it's a big download, though. I was looking download earlier. Overnight. There was a game I wanted to play, and then I saw that you had it, and I was like, I had no idea Dan has this, but I can't remember what it is now. There's games that I don't know that I, I, I own. Like, I bought, I bought one of the Humble Bundles for like maybe a week ago 
and I had two of the games already that were in the humble bundle that I just had no idea. <laughs> yeah. All right, so I'll add uh, Dishonored to my must plays before the end of the year. I also want to try and play Doom. Yeah, that's going to be my next playthrough. I think is Doom. I'm going to download it. Hopefully, start it tonight. Maybe the download because I think it's like I think it's like 65 gigabytes or 70 gigabytes or something. It's huge. Yeah. So that'll have to download overnight. What uh, What else do I need to play before the end of the year? I don't know that you need to play Dishonored too, but I, I'm actually kind of interested in to see what you you think of it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Um, so I'll do that and Doom. What else? I would have liked to have played Forza, but that I don't see that happening. No, not unless you get your hands on Will's Xbox too. <laughs> Will, can you drive me up your? Uh... <laughs> if you leave now, you'll be here in two hours. I think it, I don't want to risk my life right now. That'll give me yeah. Half the roads an hour are pretty bad. Tonight. Yeah, roads are real bad. I mean, I have little regard for myself, but not that little. Yeah. You have more regard for the car that you're driving than yeah, yourself, that, right? I don't want my parents to have to repair it after my death. Yeah, you don't want want them <laughs> want to smash smash up their car. God no. I just signed up for a a life insurance plan today. Ooh. And it's supplemental you... life insurance because I have life insurance through the home, but uh-huh. it's not much. Uh, so I played Dishonor two. Really like that. Beat it. Um. Uh, what else? Where's my freaking notes? Sorry, I had the beaten games list up. Who's winning? I think I am, but me and you are close. Really? I have 12, you have 10, but I don't know if I've kept it updated. Holy crap, any, man, what, what did we hit, settle on last year? Like 30-something we were, we were in the 30s? Yeah, I think I was in the 30s or 40s. I don't know if you've noticed, Corey, but we've taken a dip this year. Oh, we've missed yeah. everything. We didn't, we didn't do Extra Life. We didn't do Four in February. It was a rough year for us. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just trying to survive. Because uh, I was telling you guys, I haven't slept more than four hours in, a night in three months. I don't know how you'd function. Like, uh, caffeine. Well, because, like, I'll sleep, like, six hours, seven hours, and, like, I'll wake up, like, oh, I need bulletproof coffee yeah i uh well, you get used to it honestly like the first when you have your first child the slept sleep deprivation affects you a lot more than when you have your second and now we're on our third and fourth yeah we're just, we're just kind of used to it at this point you guys are crazy i was texting with so, friend of the show tim because we've been playing uh-huh. phone tag about setting up his steam library because yep. he has doom right yep yeah that's how I planned on playing Doom before the end of the year. But uh, we were texting, and uh, I told him I couldn't do it right now because it was right as we start start recording today. Uh-huh. And uh, he said, "This better be a good podcast, or else." And I said, "They're never good anymore." <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and he said, "Well, let's make TSA great again." <laughs> <laughs> so I think that should be our theme for 2017: make can TSA we, great again. Making yeah. TSA we, great can, again. Can we do that, please? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Put, okay, put it good. on the website. I want this. <laughs> I want that to be a thing. <laughs> That's fantastic. Out uh, of all, out of all of the ideas that have come <laughs> about this podcast, that's the one I want the most. Yep, we'll do it. That's the one. Oh, uh, that's good stuff. Okay, so I also I got real excited. Um, 
because Star Wars Battlefront was finally on Origin Access. Uh, playing Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes has made me want to play like a full-on Star Wars experience game. Um, I've, I almost bought Battlefront a couple weeks back when it was on sale for 15 bucks. So I subscribed to Origin Access. I downloaded it. It was like, I don't know, 25 or 30 gigabytes or whatever. Uh, fully intending on never playing the uh, online multiplayer because, you know, I haven't played Battlefront in almost a year now. I guess when I when we did, did that come out last year though yeah it came out last year so it's probably it's been a year and a half uh, so I played two rounds of the survival mode which is a single player like horde mode type of thing uh, I got bored and deleted it already nice good game right it's just not a very good game it's not um I don't know it's just it's so shallow of yeah. a game I can't even I can't even believe it yep. Like, and I don't like, you know, I think of a multiplayer game that I played this year that I really liked, Overwatch. Um, even like a Titanfall that I played a couple years back. Like, there's just nothing, nothing in Battlefront to keep you satisfied, you know, and keep you playing. It's just not, it's not a fun game. There's no loop. No, you know? not a good loop anyway. No. And I, I don't very, I don't care for Overwatch either, but at least I can acknowledge, you know, there's there's depth to Overwatch. You know, there's a I love Overwatch. Yeah. Loved it. Overwatch is a great game. There's a strategy but, to learn and, and you know, characters to master and all that stuff. Yeah. But I don't know. But I was telling you guys, I think if EA were to make an Overwatch clone that was Star Wars, people would go crazy for it. Sure. That's I mean, a good idea, yeah. Just, just you know, you could have your a few Jedi, the the hero shooter. You know, you could have a few of your you know hero hero characters, but then your standard like rebel soldier as a character. You know, like I th- I think that would be amazing if, as long as they did it right and balanced it and uh, had some iconic locations for for map levels and stuff. I think that would be an amazing game. We'll probably get that too, Dan. I know. I was shocked. Um, I did some Christmas shopping with a girlfriend. Not that I wanted to, but I was kind of just following her around a little bit. I was shocked at the amount of Star Wars stuff that's in stores. Yeah. Disney is not people, shy about using the Star Wars IP. People love them some Star Wars. I've been watching uh, trailers for Rogue One, and I really, really want to see it. I just know it's not going to happen until it comes out on on Blu-ray or whatever. Yeah. Can you Can you guys explain something to me? Yeah. What's that? Star Wars. I don't get it. What do you mean? I don't think they're that great a movie, and I thought the newest one was not good. Really? I thought it was campy and pretty much a, a flat out just kind of carbon copy of the older movies. It it was very you know what that when I, the first my first impression of it was that it was very similar to A New Hope. Yeah, I was surprised at how similar to A New Hope it was, but the more I watch it, the more I like it. Uh, I've really come to appreciate like the cinematography and stuff of it, which I See, think I is didn't all bother really finishing well it, so that might be my issue. Not to be one of those guys, but I'm going to be one of those guys for just ten seconds right now. Uh-huh. Uh, the reason it the, the reason it feels like a carbon copy for the first one is explained a lot better in the books. Okay. Um, the reason why like the whole structure of it's the movie similar. and the things that yes. happen are similar. It's not explicitly stated why but you can kind of piece it together why sure 
I would take the Hobbit trilogy over any Star Wars movie. How mm. dare you? Like, really, I would. That's, that's kind of blasphemy. If you said the yeah. uh, Lord of the Rings, I might... There's no competition. The, the The Lord of the Rings trilogy is five trillion times better than any Star Wars movie trilogy. Even It's not even close. It's also apples to oranges for me, though. See, well, we, the... we've, we've been having a huge Star Wars versus Lord of the Rings debate, so like my hatred has been fueled a little bit. Yeah. I mean, the original Star Wars movies were made in the late 70s, early 80s, so, you know, there's a, there's a difference there in, in, in filmmaking, filmmaking techniques and whatnot. I didn't care too much for the newer trilogy. Uh, so, you know, there's some good, good parts of it, but I generally didn't, didn't like it all that much. I guess it just blows my mind that the original trilogy of Star Wars is rated higher than the Lord of the Rings trilogy. I think there's a lower barrier to entry for Star Wars, too. Like, Lord of the Rings you can appreciate, but there's a lot more going on to get the full context. Yeah. And I, I said this when you were talking about it in the in our text group, too, Will. Uh, Lord of the Rings had a ton of source material yeah it had to um, adhere by it, it had to adhere, adhere to uh so i think that that in itself you know and that it did a, adhere to the source material so well uh, i think that speaks volumes for uh pete jackson and the the not yeah. not necessarily the hobbit trilogy but the the original trilogy the original trilogy yeah I, like okay so like i will fully admit i'm not a big movie guy i kind of replaced movies with video games at a pretty young age so like i'm yeah. not i think movies for the most part to me are a waste of time um when i can get the same thing from a video game uh but like from a standpoint of like acting um like action just like the shooting, the like ski, the the grand scale of Lord of the Rings. I think it's all just better than Star Wars by so much, and like I, I can't believe that. I don't know that people yeah, love Star Wars more. It's, it's also like you're eight years younger than me, so you kind of you grew up with Lord of the Rings. Like I grew sure. up with Star Wars. You know, sure. yeah. it's just a different time period. I'm sure a lot of uh, kids. Well, maybe not now. Maybe they're back into Star Wars because of The Force Awakens. I don't know, but people your age, I think a lot of them might feel that way towards Lord of the Rings as compared to Star Wars. I don't know. And then, like, I'm not saying this to, like, oh, you can't like Star Wars because, yeah, obviously, like, you can love Star Wars. I'm fine with that. I just think that Lord of the Rings is, as a movie, just better. I Yeah, if I'm being objective, I think I would agree with you. Okay. Like, as a as a work of cinema... Any three Lord of the Rings movies probably beat any Star Wars movie. That's right. But there's more. <laughs> there's more. There's more to it for sure. Okay. I'll accept that answer. I got what I want. I heard what I wanted to hear. <laughs> for the record, too, I actually did like the Hobbit trilogy a lot. Other than the end of the second movie, mm-hmm. uh, which was ridiculous. What Smaug just flying gold, around? Golden oh. dragon. Yeah. Absolutely no need for that. That was embarrassing. I wasn't big on the Hobbit. I liked it. Other than that, there's a few things that really bugged me, and that was one of them, because the dwarves never, never even came close to interacting with the dragon at all, 
let alone fighting him. I think that that diminished uh, Bilbo's role in the whole story. Thought Martin Freeman you know? was a wasted opportunity. Yeah, he was good. He was fantastic. But he didn't get the. Absolutely. He didn't get the. The he wasn't challenged. It didn't seem like you know he, he wasn't yeah. forced into uh, being as good as he, I think he could have been. Sure. Uh, I think part of the reason why I like the Hobbit trilogy too is they explored more of the expanded. Uh, expanded Middle Earth universe yeah. that they didn't get to do in the the tri- the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, you know all the stuff that happened with uh, Angmar and all that all that stuff. I was really interested in all that stuff. So, any anyway, where where were we even? I think we were we right off on unless another... you had more to play, Dan. You were talking about Battlefront. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't like Battlefront. I already deleted it. <laughs> <laughs> So my I'm still I'm still trying to find a full on Star Wars experience uh game. I keep like popping into the old Republic on occasion and I you know, I tinker around for a few minutes. I'm like, I just I don't have the time for this. I can't sink go hundreds of play, hours into an MMORPG. Go back and play Knights of the Old Republic. I've thought about Knights of the Old Republic. I thought about playing The Force Awakens. Because I have both the Force Awakens games. Um and not the Force Awakens, Force Unleashed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Because I played the first one. I don't think I ever played the second one, but I have both of them on PC. So I played. Uh, Who knows? <coughs> was it the first Knights of the Old Republic last year for yeah. four in February? Knights of the Republic Two is really good too. Yeah, I gotta go back and and I think I played that one more, but never finished it. Mm-hmm. Can't remember. That's good stuff. Do that too. Yeah, I'm I'm jonesing for the same kind of thing, Dan. It's it's the mobile game yeah. makes me want to makes did, me uh, want to play Star Wars Galaxies again. Is what it what it does. Did uh, cousin Chris ever send you a screen grab of his characters? Yes, he did. I Holy him, crap! I told him to do it. I'm glad you did. But uh, he pl- he was playing. He w- was had been playing that game for a while. Like. When he showed it to us at his at his uh, rehearsal dinner, yeah, he was explaining it to me. I was like, "Oh, cool!" and and I wanted to download it then and play it. And I just completely forgot about it until you talked about it. Yeah, uh, what like three or four weeks ago? Yeah. So he, uh, I thought it was crazy. He's. I asked him who who his squad was, and he said it's all Ewoks. Like, oh really? That, that's crazy. And he's like, "That's what everybody uses. Like at his level, that's what everybody I, I uses. Level. It's all Ewoks." The synergy, probably yeah. between the between the characters. They have like stealth and like revives and weird stuff going on. Huh. Cool. Yeah, that's good stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's all I played. A lot of Star Wars: Galaxies of Heroes, though. Galaxy of Heroes. Uh, we just do we have any feedback? Nope. I'll check once more, but not as of like half an hour ago. Okay. Yeah, did, we didn't do an announcement about no the episode, did we? No, we didn't even know what we were doing until like four o'clock today. <laughs> That's very true. I wasn't even sure the podcast was today. I knew. I never forget. Yeah. I just made a conscious effort to not bring anything to the table. Yeah. 
I like that it's early too, and that we're finishing up. Yeah, and we went along winded on multiple different. We had a few tangents this episode. Oh yeah, but I think it's been a while since we've gone off on tangents. I think we got some good quality stuff out of them too. My hatred for Star Wars. <laughs> now you don't hate it, right? You just don't see the. I just don't get it. I guess. Okay. Well, it's the original space opera. Yeah, I man. I guess because like I also have replaced, as I mentioned, video games and movie like movies with yeah. video games. Like I look at Mass Effect as like the pinnacle of space, like sure storytelling. I, and I'm kind of with you, Will. I I don't watch movies other than like kids movies the same with tv stuff it's mostly kids stuff other than game of thrones yeah so i i'm I'm in the same boat i would rather spend my time playing any video game than uh watch most movies and or television shows yeah and like i'll see this like campy new star wars movie that everybody loves and i'm like (laughs) mass effect is so much better I am excited for Rogue One. I think Rogue One looks like it's going to be a little more uh, gritty and dark than the other Star Wars movies. That's episode eight. There's been a few reviews out. What's that, Will? Good reviews? Yeah. This is episode eight, right? No, it's its own movie. Maybe maybe it'll be better then. Yeah, it's its own thing. IGN gave it a nine out of ten. Yeah. It's got an 85% on Rotten Tomatoes. Only a 66 on Metacritic. What do they know? That's based on 50 critics. Hmm. Eh, that's still know, decent, I guess. They know nothing. Rotten Tomatoes, 85% is based on 235 reviews. How, how do they vary so much? That's nutty. Uh, maybe people aren't putting enough of this stuff in Metacritic. Critics consensus, Rogue One draws deep on Star Wars mythology while breaking new narrative and aesthetic ground and suggesting a bright blockbuster future for the franchise. That's pretty high praise. Yep. I'm The thing I'm most curious about out of that is the new aesthetic ground. You know, Star Wars has always maintained its aesthetic yeah. through all the films, I think. Well, as I said, I think it's going to be the, the a grittier tale than the... The other ones, yep. you know. I'm looking forward to it. I think we're going to try to go Sunday. But I don't know. I don't know how you do the full movie theaters. Ugh. Uh, well, I like to go Tuesday, which is discount night. And there's never been more than a dozen people in. But I think it'll be different even a new for re- Star Wars. I was going to say, I'm sure yeah. it's going to be different even for the, Star Wars. Even the new releases. We try to get there early, too. You know, before uh, get your seat. the night crowd, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, anything else? No, I got nothing. Okay, so at next week's episode, we'll be setting our thummies categories in stone. Uh, you know, running down the list and making sure we want all the categories that we have, and maybe add a few more, maybe subtract a few. We're taking suggestions so, for award categories. Yep. Um, so that's next episode. That'll probably be Wednesday or Thursday. Wait, Thursday we wanted to aim for, right? Ideally. Ideally Thursday. Okay. Uh, that'll do it for episode 282 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Uh, well, Corey, thanks for listening and get out of my basement.